Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a purpose to see God working in everyday things. Our Bible verse for today is from 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Today's story is called The Raccoon Story. I love to tell my children bedtime stories. It's such a privilege to care for these little ones and to put a peaceful ending on their day. The tender years of stories at bedtime fly quickly by. They're gone before you know it. Over the years, each of my children has had a favorite story, and it would be requested often with no little amount of bouncing up and down and excited exclamations of delight. The raccoon story has established itself as a top choice for more than one of my children. I have told it so many times, but I will share it once again for you. The enduring and not-so-endearing raccoon story. I was a carefree teenager, and it was summertime. Our friend from church youth group, Dale, had moved into her first apartment across the street. She was a few years older than I, and she had a fine stereo system. So, naturally, one Saturday afternoon, I found myself headed for the new digs. Record albums onto my arm, and friends Ron and Tina in tow. We were all set for a glorious afternoon of doing nothing together. Around mid-afternoon, we heard a scratching sound at the door. Curious, I looked out the window. Hey, I hollered, there's a raccoon outside on the deck with a red ribbon around its neck. Even more curious, I opened the door and stood next to the animal. He made several raccoon noises and then came closer to me. I reached down to pat him, or her, and to my surprise, the raccoon obliged. I stood up to call my buddies out to witness this close encounter with nature. But my sudden action startled the poor raccoon, and it jumped high and bit me on the wrist. I quickly opened the door to the apartment and ran inside. Whether the nervous raccoon wanted another bite, or he was fired up by the taste of blood, I don't know. What I did know was that I wanted to get to the hospital, because in my mind I was thinking rabies, and the formerly tame raccoon was thinking, I'm coming in. I ran into the apartment with the big raccoon right on my heels. The girls screamed. Ron grabbed a broom and adopted a fencing stance to keep the animal at bay. 
Mr. Raccoon seemed unimpressed by Ron's noble jousting effort and subsequently ripped across the sofa and then dashed into the kitchen. I tried to shoo the beast forward towards the door to no avail. His once endearing raccoon noises were now hisses and growls. Waving towels only made the cornered animal more unsettled as he ran past our feeble defensive line and into the bedroom where he tried to climb the curtains. They came down along with the saucy animal. For a moment the raccoon was ensnared in the fallen curtain. Ron had a moment of clarity amidst the chaos and shut the bedroom door. We then herded the two hysterical girls into the bathroom and shut the door. I'm taking Lauren to the ER, managed Ron in a close call kind of way. We will call the police at the first phone booth we see. Remember phone booths? But you girls stay in there where it's safe. With a dish towel wrapped around my bitten wrist, I echoed the sentiment. Not knowing much about rabies and timelines, we drove like crazy toward the local hospital, stopping only briefly to call the police and ask Animal Control to go to the apartment and flush out the raccoon. I got out of the car while Ron was still pulling into the parking space and headed for the emergency room door as fast as my legs would carry me. There was a sloping lawn to navigate, and I want to tell you that running downhill can be comical, yet disastrous. My inertia carried me over the top of my legs, and I did a forward roll that any Olympic gymnast would be proud of. Never breaking stride, I crashed through the double door, and within minutes I was soaking in a bucket of disinfectant. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, or apartment, a local police officer pushed open the apartment door and coolly scanned the battlefield. Seeing no one, the girls were huddled in the bathroom, and seeing no wild animals, he creaked across the floor and nudged open the bedroom door. What he didn't realize was that a miserable raccoon, having a very bad day, was on the other side of that door. With a hiss and a yelp, the coon was on the officer, taking out his fear and anger on the poor man's blue uniform. Brandishing his baton, he caught the ferocious animal with a staggering blow and quickly brought the scene under control. Later, tests on Mr. Raccoon and Mr. Decker revealed that we were both rabies-free and I suppose we both learned a lesson. I never got to ask him about his learning experience, but as for me, it goes something like this. Wild animals are still dangerous, even if wearing a ribbon. The Bible tells us that the enemy of our soul prowls around like a roaring lion, but he disguises himself as an angel of light. We often venture too close, thinking the situation harmless, but sin always takes us further than we wanted it to go, and we often wind up with a huge conflict, out of control, in our own homes. Finishing the story, it is time for Dad to turn off the light and tuck in my sleepy child. As I walk downstairs, I often breathe a prayer. Lord, 
keep the devil far away from my door and my children. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. Love is everywhere. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.